0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW Lope Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on ourlonestar.com.
1: Good morning, Mirka! It's quarter past nine on, I think it's Tuesday today. Is you come, it in America? It's Mirka! America time. I'm surprised you're talking, Dick. I was going to take this while you uh, crammed your face with those working tacos there. Skippy got in early, so he surprised Dick with some tacos. And Dick is duly grateful and showing his appreciation by, I don't even think he's chewing. He's just kind of inhaling. these. <laughs> he's giving me the thumbs up on that. Hey, it's Tuesday morning. Welcome to Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. The guy with his mouth full. That's Dick. I'm Skippy. And got some stuff going on today. It's good to be back. We uh, uh, weren't able to put on a show yesterday. Uh, Skippy was out of town. Dick was uh, busy. So we replaced it apparently with uh, Casey Kasem's American Top 40 from October 12th, 1974. And the real kick in the teeth is I don't think anyone noticed. So we're going to have to increase our music library just a little bit there, Dick. What happened? (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm in another plane right now. Yeah, D- Dick is in a, a taco euphoria right now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was making up all kinds of stuff, knowing that you weren't listening to me. Just 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 agree with me. Say you're yeah, absolutely right, Skippy. Where do I sign? Oh man, I love it when Dick gets uh It's agreeable like that. Uh, ladies and gents, we have found Dick Schistler's price. Working tacos. If you want to know where to get them. Give us a call, 936-647-3776. Hit us up on Facebook, mwlonestar.com Email Dick, dick at Lone Star dot, uh, Sorry about that. I put it just the right amount of salsa on
2: it. So, it's, it's so like, it wasn't all wet, uh-huh. it was spicy enough to where right now my mouth is a little on fire. Spicy but not soggy.
1: Well, why don't you wash some of that down with some delicious uh, Conroe sponsors?
2: Good morning, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm here. Uh, yes, we are sponsored by Centurion Wealth Advisors here in Conroe, and then also Conroe Coffee here in downtown Conroe, and then uh, we have Clean Sweep Office Cleaning for all your office cleaning needs. That's Special a- thanks to those guys. We'll have sponsorship messages from them during the breaks and stuff, so you'll get all the information you need, or visit irelandstar.com slash MWLS and yeah. you can find their links.
1: These guys rock. Thank you so much for your sponsorship. Always looking for more. If you just want to be a part of the show and have us call out your name several times a day, who doesn't want that to happen? Give us a call. Let us know how we can be your sponsee to your sponsorship. So <laughs> Sponsees. <laughs> Sponsees. So lots of stuff going on here. Boy, I take a day off and I check the news. That's for sure. And we're we're like kind of all over the headlines today. We got Super Bowl shenanigans. We've got FBI when it's foul a Super ups. Super Bowl? It's like, isn't it like the first Sunday in February or something?
2: Okay. So it is the fourth. Okay. I, I believe, was, yeah. It's I like was right around wondering the when that was happening and uh because don't they do like the all-star game well that's what's weekend, i thought it was baseball <laughs> i thought or they call it that all-star you know what i'm talking man i sound like an idiot it's like all-star weekend or all-star where do they go? man let me look it up
1: <laughs> Dick looks it up but uh, the reason why we're talking about this so apparently some games are happening um and we're getting down to the final two unless they've already happened i don't know and, and apparently uh pro bowl the, the Pro Bowl, there I bet go. they're
2: like, oh, let's do these Google searches. Some idiot's looking up football all-star game. It's called the Pro Bowl, idiot. So that's what it is. Well, and thank that, you, that, Google is, person. that is Sunday.
1: So th- this Sunday? Mm-hmm. The Pro Bowl is this Sunday. So we're talking about the NFL, and, you know, it's been a topic of conversation off and on over the past few months.
2: You know what my favorite thing about this Super Bowl is? What's that? Is that the city of Philadelphia just gets drunk, and there's <laughs> videos posted all over the Internet about how drunk and stupid they get. Right. Now, it's like a known thing. I didn't know that until the Phillies went to the World Series it the World Series in 2008. Mm-hmm. That's when, like, everyone was, like, cr- you know, climbing light poles. That's, they were doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And it's,
1: I mean, why not? I uh, had no real concept of well, – everyone outside a city may have, like, their view of the city. Like, everyone outside of Houston thinks that Houstonians – Wear a cowboy boots and text in Texas. No, actually, we have boats now
2: in our garages, so when it floods, okay. we can, yeah.
1: There you go. Uh, I, so I never had kind of an outsider's perspective on Philly. My first taste of that came, pardon the pun, uh, during a, a Jack-in-the-box commercial of all things a few years ago where Jack, you know, the the clown, sends this guy off to, to Philadelphia to, to check out their cheesesteaks because they want to add cheesesteaks to the menu, and the guy comes back with a mullet and an attitude it's like, yo, Jacko, I'm back. I soaked the Philly like a sponge. And I realized, okay, so that's what Philly's Philadelphia's supposed to be. And now I'm getting more wist of that with, with how insane they are. Apparently they're, they're chanting and carrying signs about this 90-year-old Patriots fan. Uh, and they're, they're just not – apparently they're not cool people when it no, comes they're, to – They're
2: their, pretty rowdy.
1: Are they, are they rowdy? Are they like Scotsman rowdy or Australian And what's funny rowdy? is they know it too.
2: So like when they make plans to go like they actually make plans to deal with rowdy people. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and they great. still go. And they still go.
3: That but is I'm really excited awesome. about it.
2: There's there's gonna be a bunch of videos of people just being real stupid. Cause I mean did you even see that they, they greased the poles? <laughs> the city no, but the that city the Philadelphia had a gre- like they they had like a a city person organize <laughs> a crew to go grease the poles because people would climb them. That's how wild it is. I mean, that's insane to me.
1: That's beautiful. Well, that's, that's foreshadowing. It's like they greased the poles in the way that Houston did not uh, salt the streets when we froze. People, you got to be prepared. And I'm talking to you, Houston City Council and, and Conroe City. You know, have those, have those uh, salt trucks ready to go uh, in case there's another cold snap. Be prepared. That's our motto.
2: So who do you think is going to win the game? Uh, who's the other team? So, uh, New England Patriots. They that's, always, that's why they're holding up the sign don't they always win the Patriots well I mean last year was probably one of the best Super Bowl games ever ever played but uh well everyone hates Philly though right everyone hates the Patriots the, everyone hates the Patriots. the Patriots okay everyone hates the Patriots oh, well who
1: are you loading for who are you rooting for a game so if it, well who's your 51% towards you'd be a little happier if they won
2: oh it'd be Eagles Philadelphia, okay. because the Patriots have won all the time. And I want to see more drunk videos.
1: (laughs) Then I'll I'll take the contrary view and I'll go for uh, New England.
2: You know, I do remember last year when halftime happened, I was like, this would be the greatest thing if the Patriots came back and won. And I I told my, like, I was on, we're we're having, like, Google Hangouts with all my family because we're all across the country watching the game. And I, and I said that, and then they came back, and I was really proud of myself because I don't know anything about football. I didn't know if it was even possible, but, it, you know, the miracle
1: happened. So. <laughs> the miracle, the miracle of the football game. Uh, but the reason why I started off on uh, NFL, so, you know, in the past we've talked about they keep on choosing the route they give them the bad publicity. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not, people, contrary to popular belief, the customer is not always right, and there is such thing as bad publicity. And what the NFL, their their latest, have you heard about this, Dick? Some veterans group, a huge veterans group called American Veterans. And, you know, they're huge because they had the five million bucks to plunk down for a Super Bowl ad. And uh, it was going to be a, a gentle encouragement for people to—Dick's going for another taco here if you're wondering what that rustling sound, No, I, I just found salsa all over me. <laughs> I yeah. found it, though. Dick, we can't take you anywhere. It's for later. Yeah, right? That's why I have a beard so I can save something for—oh, you. Know. Oh, yeah, that's good. But uh, so this this group of American veterans put together this ad, which was a kind of a—not only a gentle reminder— Have you
2: seen the ad? No. I'm
1: curious. It, but it's online, though. I'll, I'll check it out during the break. But apparently it's—not it's, it's not only is it about, hey, uh, you know, we, we'd love for you to stand during the anthem— but also, hey, if you're missing a leg or if you're wheelchair bound, it's, you know, it's okay. This is what you can do. This is how you can show your respect. The NFL has denied the ad. Um, according to NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy, and these, these are quotes, I made sure to write these down. So these are quotes. Uh, game Day program is designed for fans to commemorate and celebrate the game, the players, the teams, and the Super Bowl. It's never been a place for. Uh, advising that we, uh, for advertising that would be considered by some to be a political statement. So a, an ad that basically says, Hey, rise for the Anthem is now a political statement and not worthy of the NFL. I think there was a right way to do this. And then there was this way to do this and they chose this way. And I, I really think they, 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 really could have gone the, uh, the completely other direction. That's just my thought.
2: Yeah, no, I think... Uh, I have to see the ad. I don't want to talk about it until I find this ad. Because mm-hmm. I can totally see it being just real political or... But even if
1: it even if it, is, even if it were well, political... then they have
2: a right to, to deny it. I mean, I, why would you want to run an ad that's, like, blatantly against your product?
1: Oh, you absolutely have a right to run it. Uh, the, 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 again, that's not like... I'm not saying they should be fired or this and that. I'm just... I'm sniffing out the irony that the whole thing is a political statement. And Goodell, who... This Brian McCarthy guy is not going to say a word without it coming from commissioner Goodell has turned a blind eye to, Hey, Hey, you know, players are going to be players. They're going to make their statements. You know, it's not for us to decide. So uh, this is just, I think a bad business decision. They absolutely have every right to, uh,
2: well, I think this is also one of those things that you don't know because when they said, oh, we can't run this ad, then, of course, they probably, the organization themselves probably went to the, like a news place and says, hey, they didn't run our ad because we're too political or something like that. It'll be interesting to see. I, too, would like to see the ad. I'm trying to click on the link. I don't says- think it's real. I think it's really a bad ad, and that's why they're not showing it to me.
1: You've at, seen these Super Bowl ads in the past, right? Well, I mean. The, They're not all the Apple, you know, the Macintosh ad from 1984. There was actually a Super Bowl ad of 30 seconds of monkeys just sitting around picking their noses and stuff. And then the tagline was, well, we just blew $5 million. Um, so the, the bar set pretty low for Super Bowl ad because it's $5 million. And if they, you know, if they want to lose that. But here's the thing. Their refusal of this has now made the whole thing go viral. And more and more people are talking about it and battle lines are being drawn. Whereas isn't a good business sense, if they had just said, OK, you know, let's let's answer this. If people want to stand, they can stand. Here's here's how to do it. So I just don't think the NFL needed any more bad publicity. And I think they're, they're playing the bad publicity playbook right now. And that's I'm trying to say bad publicity playbook five times fast. That's tough. Are you, are you seeing the, Are you finding the ad? I'm trying to find it? You
2: know, I think you're fake news. But I, I mean, if anything, they should what they should have done here is they should have just launched this ad into like an online ad to make more money from the Super Bowl.
1: But here's the thing: they didn't have to do a single thing; they didn't have to pay a single penny, and now it's like the one going to be one of the most talked about non ads. That's true. As a result, so I mean, this decision only helped the other side. The NFL's decision that helped make them well, not look good and make the other side look.
2: Good. I don't really know. I really don't understand what the overall goal here is because I mean I think the NFL does support veterans, but I also think they let so, their play. They believe their players should have the freedom to do what they want. Right. So,
1: so the, the players have the freedom to do what they want, even though these those freedoms are against the guidelines the the rule book. Uh, they all sign contracts saying we know we all we all fib things. <laughs> But we, that, all, we all bend the rules. But wouldn't the, the rights go the other way? That, okay, this other... Uh, we all have gross right?
2: negligence in our past, and we don't get in trouble for, you know, failing to do things have like you, provide I, information. and.
1: Have you been looking into my FBI dossier? Are you finding so the, we, you all, finding the dirt? we can all
2: get away with
1: Oh, no, it. Dick's found the dirt on me. Speaking of FBI dossiers, uh, we'll talk about the FBI when we come back.
2: We will. Uh, cool. Yes, we will be taking a song break but we will be
1: back with more
4: Mornings with Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832 689 7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
3: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe. 7632.
2: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
0: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
3: In the eye of the storm, in the eye of
1: Hey, we're back. It's 9:37 on a Tuesday morning. See, to me, it's still Monday in my head. So we got breaking news. Uh, Dick, I need the breaking news. You need your you need your mic on. I was just trying to tell you breaking news. Oh, okay. There we go. Hey, there's Chuck outside the window. How you doing, Chuck? Uh, yeah, got some breaking news. Uh, Skippy has a has a has a uh, correction to make. Uh, because, you know as you know Dick I'm I told you you're you, fake you may have heard you may have heard I grew up in England and in England commercials are called ads so when I see ad I just think commercial and and so the whole thing we were talking Did about they, do they teach a class in excuses yeah in England too <laughs> yes excuses uh, but they call them excuses not excuses it's all in the inflection. but uh, So apparently the, the ad that we were talking about was not a commercial, not a TV commercial, but an actual ad in the program, a full-page ad, you know, print ad in the program. Well, I'm
2: trying to figure out where you came up with the ad explaining if you're disabled
1: how to stand. Wait, did you read the bottom there? Did that say something or did they send you to a website or something? To No, it just says, it's, uh, it
2: just says make a $20 tax-deductible donation and help, uh, help veterans by texting...
1: Let's get to the I'm getting back to the I don't uh, see
2: anything about, you know, helping you stand no matter what.
1: Somebody's quote said, hold on, let me read the the quote from the gentleman. Um, Well,
2: there's a weird website called Americanism. But I'm not not seeing I think you just made that up. I think you filled in the holes. But basically, guys, what I found out when I was doing my research is it's an (laughs) ad in the program.
1: Yes, and you looked it up, and what do you think of the ad? Because I know your question was, I mean, you wanted see, to see—
2: I don't know how the language is controversial. It just says, hashtag, please stand. I mean, that's all it says. And it has a guy holding the flag. Oh, A, he, co- a group, or a color guard, or you want to call.
1: It, it was the accompanying letter to it. It's, quote, uh, this is from the National Commander of American Veterans, Marion Polk, who, okay. in a letter to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, said, it's a simple, polite request that represents the sentiment of our membership, particularly those with missing or paralyzed limbs, precludes standing— and so I think the implication there is, is going to the website gives the protocols. Well, that's I mean, the I do. ad
2: doesn't even say that, though.
1: Does the ad give you a website? It gives you a website, but it doesn't say, if you can't stand, find yeah, out no, how. Yeah, so it's the letter to Goodell uh, on that, that, that so, dealt with that aspect. But anyhow, so uh, Skippy, may a couple you you done that one, but the stance remains the same, that this print ad that just basically says, please stand, it's got a picture of the flag. Picture please stand. Hashtag please stand.
2: Hashtag Schumer Shutdown.
1: Hashtag Schumer Shutdown. Yeah, see, if, if Schumer's name had been Johnson, then I, I wonder. Think the shutdown would still be going on right now.
2: I wonder if you could do like a like a year in review by hashtags.
1: I bet you could. Oh, hashtag, yeah, hashtag Harvey. Hashtag, oh yeah, we could do that. It'll probably be a game show soon enough where They'll give you a hashtag. You have to guess did the you, year.
2: Did you see that That uh, Twitter was basically saying the hashtag Schumer shutdown was propagated by bots from Russia? Did you see that? Like, that was legit. You see what they're doing? Did you see, like, did you read their whole protocol now? What happens when...
1: No, what, talk, so, talk to me. So uh,
2: Twitter started doing this new deal now where... When they do discovery of their you know users and it turns out to be a Russia bot or whatever bot, mm-hmm. they email you and they say you interacted with – just to inform you that you've interacted with a bot from Russia or a bot from wherever. Mm-hmm. And that's if you liked a little post or you t- tweeted it or shared it or whatever. So now they're telling you if you interacted with it and then – When the Schumer shutdown thing happened, a lot of accounts are getting banned because – or getting flagged or whatever you want to call it because they were saying that it was propagated by Russia. Is that illegal? Uh, Illegal, no, but I think – Then why are they banning you? I think terms of service is – it it is because you're promoting –
1: A foreign uh, concept?
2: No, you're promoting a bot.
1: But that's every time an ad hits you – you know, yeah, the, I don't know. I think it's sort of those gray it's being, areas, yeah. Being very selective, I think. I'm wondering if this is, I just thought it was spectrum. pretty
2: crazy that like they reacted that fast to it. Hey, speaking of, it technology, was almost like they got a phone call and it's like Schumer shut it down,
1: yeah. Every, yeah. Everything's got to be about the Russians now. Um, so speaking of technology, actually, there are a couple of technological stories. This one cracks me up. Uh, I, I saved it on my phone because I want to uh, be able to quote a couple of stuff, so let me get back to it. But there's this, um uh a a blogger she's a professional social media blogger uh and she contacted this irish hotel to say uh uh, hey give me a free stay and i'll pimp you on on my on my i mean you can't blame her for trying (gasps) true I I can't
2: but I guess she handled it poorly afterwards. But she's the, not used to rejection. Have you heard so. about this? Yeah, she, didn't she cry on social media? And well, they,
1: well, no, it's the response from the hotel. So so the the gal, she's uh 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 a social she calls herself a uh I've got the word hold on social influencer. And she's a straightforward. Hi there, I hope this finds you well. I'm emailing to a possible collaboration. My name is Blank, I work as a social media influencer, I have over 87,000 YouTube subscribers and 76,000 Instagram partners. And since she goes on, basically, she wants a free stay. And in honesty, uh, back when I was a magazine editor, you would, to if you wanted to review a restaurant, you'd call them up, say, I want to review you. They'd give you the meal for free. Now, you'd have to pay the tip on it. And some of those tips, the restaurants were so high scale, the tip was like $50. But, you know, so there's always a quid pro quo. So I'm not really opposed to her, but it's the White Moose Cafe. And the owner, I can't read the whole thing because it's pretty long, but basically just rips her to shreds. Uh, starts off, dear social influencer, I know your name, but apparently it's not important to use names. Kind of calling her out that she didn't even bother to give their names. Uh, points out that they have 186,000 YouTube followers, uh, sorry, Facebook followers, 80,000 Snapchat and uh a paltry twelve thousand on their Twitter. They said, "And they said, never in a million years we ask something for free." Their answer is great, but then you get the responses of the people crying on this gal's behalf. Oh, you're, well, yeah, you're your being, you're being bullied, and this and that. And what cracks me up because uh, it's the the final one of the final responses because this uh, cafe, White Moose Cafe, is responding to each of the. the the, 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 criers for lack of a better word, where they were saying, well, you, you know, you should use your marketing budget for, you know, not to be mean on people. And they reply marketing budget. You think I want to pay people to know us about, know about us. And <laughs> uh, it, it's just pretty really funny. Look, this up, a white moose cafe. And, but one of the final things they said just pointed out to someone was that uh, they said, why did you even respond? Why don't you just put this up on your, your website? And, and the cafe responded, because if we'd done that, it wouldn't have gone viral, duh. And so this is, this is uh, beautiful marketing on their end. What, what are your thoughts? Were they too mean on her dick? Well, I mean, at least she tried. But I mean, I think you need to
2: accept her loss and walk away and try again another day.
1: Now, what about the concept of a social influencer? Because obviously, you know, I'm on the fence about this. Obviously, uh, you have to have a social media well, presence to, to survive in today's society. Well, I think you, it
2: does help greatly depending on the circumstance. But uh, as a hotel or as a restaurant, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like her viewers are going to be the ones spending the money that would be coming to the establishment. Right. Uh, especially the hotel. Like, well, I, I highly doubt her followers are, you know, $150 a night stay. Because I think this is, this is in Ireland, I believe. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, but I think it does work for, you know, certain things. Yeah, t- for sure.
1: Do we need to start doing that? Telling people, Hey, we'll, we'll, well talk about, yeah.
2: I think it, the Tide did a good smart thing with having that Patriots player basically say no 30 times to the screen. we telling people don't eat the tide pods. Uh, I don't
1: know, man. I think that's Darwinism as it's finest. So, go on, eat
2: the pod. So I think that would see, that's a good social media viral thing. And <laughs>
1: selective breeding right there. Just, just, Hey, if you feel like eating a laundry pod, go for it. Call so, the herd. <laughs> I mean, that is insane. These, uh, every generation does something stupid. I mean, I get that. Uh,
2: well, I mean, I wonder what the real numbers are on this. If people don't know what we're talking about, apparently it's a challenge, kind of like the ice bucket challenge, but uh, on the dark side of it, <laughs> the is they eat a Tide pod, one of those little packages you buy for detergent and you throw it into your wash, like the little plastic ones, yeah. Not not like you drink the tub. It's just like the little... I mean, I guess they
1: basically it's concentrated tub, but in a little packet.
2: Yeah, and the people are swallowing them. I don't know why. It's because they're
1: idiots. The, the, but
2: what on? Uh, so can you explain to me what the challenge is? Like, if you survive, you win. Is that what it is? I,
1: I, it's like the, the the cinnamon challenge they had a couple of years ago. You know, See, that makes sense because that's kind of innocent fun. Well, no, because you can actually uh, the cinnamon overload. Um, can actually cause some damage. Oh, really? Yeah. So you spoonful cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon? Yeah, a, a spoonful of cinnamon helps the medicine go. To, yeah, that, I'll look up the actual damage, but they were saying this is, uh, the AMA was popping out with the cinnamon challenge going, don't do this. It's, it doesn't just make you cough. It can actually cause some some reaction, body Oof. reactions.
2: But yeah, so people are doing that, but I don't know how many people are doing it. I know people are getting seriously hurt and almost, I think there have been a couple deaths because of it. But this- Well, I
1: can't wait for some idiot parent to sue Tide for daring to have a— No, I was reading that they're locking it up, kind of like how, yeah. they, how they do at Walgreens mm-hmm. for, like,
2: razors and stuff. Like, they put it behind a locked cabinet.
1: Yeah, because some—I'm telling you, man, it's Darwinism. Let them eat—if you want to eat a pod, go for it, people. But don't make me pay for your medical bills afterwards. This is the generation that was supposed to be paying Actually, for Actually, I ACA. would l- want to
2: pay for their medicals so we can take their organs and give them to somebody
1: else. Well, wh- hey, the cleanest organ harvest known to mankind.
2: <laughs> so uh, Hey, the organs are clean. <laughs> no, and uh, other news, if you didn't know, the Oscar nomination list went out this morning, and lo and behold, mm-hmm. a female director was put in. What? What? Do you think that was a political move by the Academy?
1: I believe, I I would like to think that the decisions were made before the Golden Globes, but maybe there could have been a last minute substitution. Apparently it was a good film and ably directed.
2: And I know everyone will be thankful for this, but they did do a new procedure for their nominators to come out with the right envelope. They changed it up. Mm -hmm. And so now they kind of prevented the fiasco they had last (laughs) year. So we're, we're thankful for that. Yeah,
1: thank you. Doesn't he get Steve well, Harvey on on this one?
2: What's funny about it is the uh, one person was saying, "Why don't they just show them who won before they go out?" You mean like uh, like the two people, like the girl and the guy, and the guy, the guy, the girl and the girl, whatever? Oh, or
1: just whisper in their ear? It's tonics. yeah.
2: Well, no, like you give them the envelope and the, it's already open. They well, open it in front of them, like it's like the and then they go just close it and then they go here you go.
1: Well, now, that. Probably is due to how the did whole. He screw, how did they screw it up last year?
2: He just he just he went. He the,
1: a, I think he read off the teleprompter or something.
2: He, no, because I don't think the teleprompter was wrong.
1: Did he just have a brain
2: fart yeah, and just he just he just named whatever movie was on his mind? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we we need to ask because it's like uh, a Steve I can Harvey. Understand. No, see, I can understand the Steve Harvey thing,
1: right? Because he's cause like the second runner-up and first runner-up. it was written on the card? He, yeah.
2: So like all of them were written on one card, so that would get it kind of confusing if you're not if you're trying to pay attention to it. Whatever, but I mean, there's only one person on that card, right? For the Oscars,
1: yeah, because the Oscar is no longer the winner; it's the Oscar goes to yeah. So, man, but I'm glad I read that that they're they're cleaning it up. Uh, yay! But yeah, even if they don't, you know, bust open the envelope early, because I think that would open up people going, "Oh, the envelope's open." They changed it backstage, uh, so I I still say you should bust open the envelope. But they should have some Arthur Anderson or who, Price Waterhouse, whoever does the uh, the counting stuff for them. Whisper in the presenter's ear, you know, before they go out, it's Sandra Bullock. And that way it's just, it's there just in case.
2: Or they literally should have it in grandpa font on the card. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like, there's just no way to get this screwed up.
1: For some reason, this reminds me of back in the day was when I watched American Idol, back when it was good. And it was, it was a David Archuleta. Hey, has American Idol always been on Fox? Yeah, it's coming back to another network. It, it, it stopped on Fox. They, they, okay, they, because I it.
2: saw that the other day yeah. and I got really confused because I was like, I don't remember ABC doing it. No, it's American a sequel Wild. show.
1: But ABC bought the rights. Really? Uh huh. Well, yeah, they, they stopped it a year or two ago. The, the final, the final season. And so they just bought the property and putting it on ABC. Why, well, now, why would, why do you think they're doing that? Because they're desperate. ABC's hurting for some. Well, doesn't ABC have a, everybody has one. Has a show like that? Well,
2: who does uh, the voice? Uh, that's NBC. Okay, I mean they're all the same kind of.
1: Yeah, basically, this is basically the shtick. There's one called the Four, and there's Drop the Mic. I mean, they're, they're all over the map. But because American Idol did have decades long uh, staying power, uh, name brand recognition. But then again, on the other end, it canceled for a reason. No one was really watching it anymore. But there was one season where the the, the two contestants were both named David: David Archuleta and David. I can't remember the other guy's name. And we were watching it on. I had it on DVR because I was working that night. And I swear because this actually kind of blew up the uh, the internet for a bit. The DVR stopped. They, they ran like one minute long. So Ryan Sequest is there. And the winner of American Idol is David. And then it stopped.
2: <laughs> the recording did? Yeah. Perfect.
1: And, and Phil, what's David? What's David? And it go on the internet. So that, that was pretty. I remember that day. That was a good one. Uh, technology run amok. who are the judges i,
2: see, I have no I idea think, i
1: see lionel richie and i <laughs> see katie perry okay that makes sense as long as it's not ellen degeneres i like I'm her not, just fine I'm as a watch person a preview real quick you go for it i'll watch it but i think american idol jumped the shark when they got ellen degeneres to be a judge because she's not a she's got nothing to do with the music industry and the whole thing about american idol is to get them a recording contract it's not a talent show it's a singing competition so that's like me being on an engineering game show you know build the skyscraper Well I use it you use it Well yeah you that's your argument I, I walk the skyscraper <laughs> like it's like what what qualifies you to work for this bank? Have you worked in money? No but I like money. I like having it I'd like more So this is this qualifies me for the job the love of money hey speaking of technology come a, come a month did you know there are 55,000 text messages that the FBI's lost? Yeah, I heard that. Did you hear about that? How did that come about, do you know?
2: Well, it's part of the investigation when... Uh, so, like, the investigation, they get a report saying, here's what's in this box, and then in the box, like, on the itemized list says 50,000 emails or whatever, text messages, and they open the box and they're not there? Is that basically what you're telling me would happen? I think
1: metaphorically, this is part of the, the Peter Strzok uh, investigation where these two people, one more for the DOJ, um, having, a, having an affair, not that that really matters in this context, but they had... Tens upon tens of thousands of texts back and forth. And some stuff was alluded to. Uh, one was about the insurance policy. Right, it's Luke Bryan. Who's that? A country singer. Okay. He's the other judge. Gotcha. Got so him. we're not gonna get Randy Dog anymore. Nah, no. Randy nah, Jackson. He's gone. It's sorry, it's, sorry to interrupt you. no, it's okay. I love how Randy Jackson would always happen to slip in there. Yeah, back when I was a bass player for Journey, he's worse than me when it comes to like slipping something in like that
2: was he really the bass player for journey yeah uh,
1: one of the bass players not the original like when they were on tour he was the touring bass player
2: so was he just a producer or was he an actual artist
1: oh a producer and musician okay
2: because i always thought he was on it because like sam what's his name simon cowell simon was actually a producer correct so that's where he got his chops like he put it he put together bands and yeah
1: he put them to actually put, put them together he's and probably
2: he, the almost legitimate judge on the show Probably the only one.
1: Yeah, I actually read his autobiography and it was pretty fascinating him talking about. He, he knows some of the bands he put together were schlock bands, you know, kind of one hit wonder bands, and he knew it. And he would tell them, You guys are going to get one number one out of me and then you're going to break up because you got nothing after that. And, and he would actually do that. He, he'd make it happen. He's very self aware. I, I, I like him just fine. I know people don't like well, his he, attitude. He seemed
2: more of like a business guy. Very much so. On, it's all about on the mad spectrum, form. not more of the performance or anything mm-hmm.
1: like that. So. Agreed. But yeah, so in the, uh, the in re- regards to the whole dossier testimony and, and stuff like that, uh, some text messages came to light between Peter Strzok and this lady uh, where he, they're referencing, talking about in the deputy director's office of the FBI that an insurance policy needs to happen in case Trump, you know, looks like Trump's going to win. And that made people go, what's this about? So more texts were requested. And now it's come to light that uh, one of the texts refers to basically a secret society. of, of now, Are you saying,
2: like, Illuminati? Or are you saying, like, oh, hey, meet us at the car park after work? Kind of then- like the
1: Star Chamber. That, remember that Mike, uh, Michael Douglas movie? It's the judges who get tired of people getting off on technicality, so they form a secret kangaroo court. Now, what movie is that? It's called The Star Chamber. Oh, cool. I'll look it yeah, it's from the 80s. But anyhow, <clears throat> basically, they're, they're, the implication is that there is a – Uh, cabal of some people in the FBI and the DOJ and Democratic National Convention, the NC, who colluded for lack of a better word, although it's being overused now, to exonerate Hillary Clinton of the email scandal and make sure Trump does not win or if he does, for him to get impeached. And if that's the case, and what happened was there are 55,000 text messages that you know they existed it's not like you know they were there now they're not the FBI, FBI says that they've lost them somewhere these 55,000 text messages on these two phones are just gone and what's really telling is the time frame includes the tra- whole transition period from election night to when Trump took office 55,000 emails and there's got to be an accounting for that. That's a freebie. Yeah well no the freebie came with the 30,000 Hillary emails that got lost
2: no, I man freebie of, like, the time. I mean, it's kind of obvious that...
1: That's what I'm saying. They're not even... This is something... Th- th- there are people who are not going to let go of this one. And I think it's gonna, I feel
2: like you say that every time.
1: Yeah, but it, bit by bit, it's, it's becoming more. They're not letting go of the the Weinstein. You know, people are... Uh, people's careers are getting nailed left and right. Um, look at the... Uh, we were just talking about it off the air. The gymnastics coach. Would that yeah, the have come... Whole,
2: the whole thing. The whole organization. Would that have
1: come to light? Yeah, would that have come to light without the Weinstein thing, or take it back to Cosby. You know, I think Cosby started the whole thing. No, I think that guy got in trouble before Weinstein. Who, the... The, the doctor. Oh, okay. I think he was... I, it just didn't I hit the news he, until
2: after. I think, I think he was already going to the, here he got arrested and things.
1: Okay. But it became kind of more public knowledge, I think. that's It's the whole the whole wave. Speaking of Cosby, you know, he finally went back on stage the other day. Oh, for where? A private event or what? Oh, no, it was a public, uh, there was a band playing. I think it was in Philadelphia. Hold on. That's real smart of him to go on stage blind. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, uh, well, apparently the crowd was forgiving enough for him. He got to talk for about an hour. He joked that he used to be a comedian. So he, he wasn't booed off the stage. I thought
2: he was so old to, to the sense of like he couldn't even like appear in court.
1: Now that I'm not
2: sure about. You know, what I'm talking about yeah, yeah, like oh, I yeah. remember that. That's what one of the slowdowns was, where he had like cardiac. Or, oh, that's right. Yeah, he he was really sick. He, he oh, was going, he
1: going blind, and oh, it's how many times? Or he is, is blind? Have we seen a politician? Oh, can't make it. There's the flu. Um, you know, sounds every, like I, sounds like a good excuse. Everyone's a serial uh, molester. Well, you know, speaking
2: of dying careers, there's some dead <laughs> ones right now. That's Neil Diamond. That's what we're playing. That's right a he, Parkinson's he, diagnosis yeah. so fortunately for him I mean he had a good run oh awesome I mean I mean he was like decades. 75 78 when he retired like when he retired last week or this week or whatever yeah he's announced his retirement year.
1: from touring because of a Parkinson's diagnosis but what a career I, I, I love the dude myself I think he's, he's he's an American icon well the fact that he toured for that long was pretty cool right? So I'm, if he, he, if I'm he like you he have... make it down the street on any given day. <laughs> Shoot. You're listening to Morning's of Lone
2: Star here at IRLoneStar.com. Brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors here in Conroe, Conroe Coffee, and of course Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We're gonna take a song break here. It is 9.59. We'll be back with more stuff here on Morning's of Lone Star.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
3: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe c or 936-266 7632.
2: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
0: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
1: Did you ever see the jazz <laughs> – Dick's very excited about this. Did you ever see the jazz singer, Dick, the one with uh, – Oh, yeah, you know, when he one? goes blackface? then The other one, not, not no, the – No, he goes
2: blackface in this one, in, America, the, America, in, the, in the remake, yeah.
1: I missed that. I, I saw it when I was a know, kid. I'm I don't trying know how, how, you how you missed that. When did that happen? It happens
2: towards the beginning because he's in a – he wants to perform in the blues club, and they're like, well, we can't – I can't throw you on there because you're white, basically.
1: Man, I you know I may have watched a really version it. of that. I believe it. I just may have watched that because I know Al Jolson did the uh, original jazz singer. But uh, yeah, I love the ending of of this one with, with diamonds turning around. Is like blue uh, pantsuit, spandex pantsuit with a scarf, and go, ah, yeah, yeah. And who was the love? It wasn't it Lucille Ball's daughter, Lucy Arnaz. She played the, uh, the love interest. I
2: just know. Oh, what's that actor's name? Uh, Olivier, Lawrence Olivier, Lawrence Olivier was in the movie. Uh-huh. I just remember that was like Dude, the greatest were... <laughs> thing that he was in that movie. There are
1: some paycheck roles where you get an actor, they show up just for the paycheck. And that's one, I think. Uh, Max von Sydow and Flash Gordon, I think that's another you know, one. No, and
2: also I discovered uh, Christopher, help me out. He's played Saruman in Lord of the Rings. Oh, Christopher Lee. Lee. Christopher he was, Lee. was in this movie called The Howling Two. And it was a sequel to it, the Halloween, which was made by, like, the Gremlins guys and stuff like that. But this, the second one was so bad. And it just had Christopher. It was so weird seeing Christopher Lee be, he's probably, like, 70 or 60 years old in this one. Mm-hmm. And it was just weird. It was
1: weird. As I, I love the Halloween. It had D. Wallace in it. And I've always had a crush on D. Wallace or D. Wallace Stone is their other name. Uh, she's the mother in E.T. or Cujo. Yeah. So, yeah, I like her. But uh, I remember uh, I was flipping this was a couple of years ago, flipping late night channels. And I won't tell you what what channels I was flipping through, but uh Freddy Krueger himself, Robert England, was in this uh bad I think it was called Stripper Zombies and it was exactly what what you know, they it's a strip club and zombies come and he's in it. And you think, dude, you're Freddie Krueger. What are you doing in stripper zombies or zombie strippers
2: taking that pay cut?
1: Yeah. Well, paycheck will will do it. You know, you got to eat. So I'm not judging, but (laughs) strippers, zombie strippers or stripper zombies. Look it up. Know it. Love it. Be it. So uh, we were talking about technology run amok earlier. How you know, FBI just magically lost 55,000 text messages, but apparently someone who, who doesn't have a grasp on technology is the Hawaiian governor, David, i I-G- I-G- I-J-, I-J, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, I-G-E. But did you hear about this, Dick? He, the whole Hawaiian kerfluffle with the missile, one of the reasons why it took so long for him to tell anyone is apparently he forgot his Twitter password. So I don't believe that.
2: Nor I. I feel like that is just a, that is, a, a like a conspiracy theory, kind of like what would be the most ridiculous, but yet not crossing the line of, of fantasy.
1: And basically it's the thing, it's okay, David, you're going to have to take, you're going to have to fall on your sword for this one. You got to look like an idiot. It's got to be you. If the system didn't fail, you failed. Can I just say I forgot? My fa- okay. Yeah. Run with the Twitter password thing. And he's, he's going to get creamed in the upcoming election. I know it. Uh, he's already called doomsday Dave. Now that's this like doomsday Dave almost, you know, killed your kids. But yeah, according to him, <laughs> it took him 15 minutes or longer because he could not remember his Twitter password. Now, I've lost a password or two in my life, or forgotten how. See, but see, we're, you but, click two but,
2: buttons. But you're not you're not going to Twitter. That's not the first place you go to.
1: Well, also, if you have let's say, if you have ten people in the office with you, and they have Twitter, you say, everybody, start tweeting now. You know, let people know. Well, I imagine there's
2: a social media guy. I imagine that that person has access to everything, in, like the official house of whatever. But then you also have your local radio stations, and your and, and I know they have an emergency system, just like they have an emergency system here in Conroe. Like they have Exactly. They we, have the ability to go right now on 104.5,
1: 1061 boop, hey, ballistic, no oh, oh, let, Let's put it in that context. So let's say we're here, we're talking, all of a sudden we get the... Uh, well, it happens uh,
2: on Wednesdays at 11, like 07, every Wednesday. I know,
1: I've heard it every time. I was like, damn, what's going on? But let's say we're talking right now, and all of a sudden we're... we're Automatically broken in on with the EBS, virtual yes. broadcast system, and told them, missiles are coming. You and I, after we soil ourselves and run to the bathroom to change our, our pants... Well, well, Who's got time for that? <laughs> That's right. That's why I wear uh, adult diapers they, every they day. They teach
2: you that in the Army. That how long can you survive with
1: soiling your pants? <laughs> That's why I wear the pens all the time, just in case. In case those missiles start, start floating, I am prepared. But, uh, so let's say... We're now it's 45 minutes later, 30, 45 minutes later. What are we doing in that amount of time? I've, I'd like to think we're like calling people, calling the local people. We're female going office. to the porn websites. <laughs> you know it. Did you see that? Is, that? is that what happened? They had a
2: report on like apparently these porn <laughs> websites were putting stuff from Hawaii IPs or whatever. It was like jumped like 700%. <laughs> i'm telling you in eight and a half months there's i don't gonna know, be know pop- why that would be something that people are doing but there is
1: going to be a hawaiian population explosion in eight and a half months i guarantee I think it was it. one of those
2: oh i'm already up because i think it happened like at what
1: two a.m or something No, it was, it was like eight in the morning it was, it was eight in the morning yeah it was it was morning time so but we would be on our end we would be calling these offices to say hey what's up and there'd be someone on the other end to say pick it up going false alarm please go on the air spread the word or I can guarantee the the governor's PR department has everybody on their speed dial, every media outlet. Yeah, you know they could do a constant contact real quick. If they like, hey, I got something to say about Trump, we'll be there in twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So this is I I'm on Team Dick with this one. This this uh, this smells like rancid Swiss cheese. As uh, something is uh, something's rotten in the state of Hawaii on this one. It just doesn't add up. This this is right up there with fifty five thousand lost texts. It just magically disappeared, like the left sock in my dryer. I mean, you could
2: easily set up a room with a video, a phone, and Facebook Live, or I mean, probably didn't have his password for that, but uh, but I mean, you could do a video and just send it out. Mm-hmm. Just video with your phone, and then just tweet it to all the media people, and just say, "Hey, this was an accident,"
1: or just call the local media station and call the local uh, TV station, or call uh, Lone Star Community Radio. Well, 96- I think this is a
2: good example of. And you can totally see this when you're when you're talking to a politician, air quote politician. Is they need so much prep work to be done, even on an emergency, because they probably if in, in the core of it, I bet it was an accident, but they didn't know how. They probably had to run it by. He, but he called his political campaign guy and be like, "Hey, how do I how do I make this sound like it wasn't my fault, even though it was? It was this guy's fault." And but even then, I,
1: that doesn't account for the sheer.
2: Well, I'm saying, he, time. What I'm saying he did that first
1: but, he, even before, that,
2: but even before saying anything like it was an accident or anything he's like hey something happened i need to know how to clean this up you got 40 minutes this is as long as i could go without saying anything
1: i my personal take is that there was a hack of some kind domestic or foreign i don't think at, the, at this point it really matters but i think someone got in it could be as innocuous as it happened to Japan a couple years uh, later. Yeah, it happened to them, too. And I'm telling you, some people are just kind of sniffing around. It could be like Matthew Broderick in War Games, just someone going, hey, what this button do? Or a warning going, hey, we got access to your, your systems. You know, a shot fired across the bow. Be, I, I think it was done on purpose. And the, this overwhelming making up this story to counter this story. Well, it was because of this uh that that it took so long well why didn't you just go on twitter uh because i couldn't find my password and then sooner or later someone's gonna ask well you know all you got to do is click the forgot password link and 12 seconds later you got a new password literally it doesn't take 15 minutes it takes 12 seconds well that's what i'm saying i think him being such a political person but it he goes-, goes beyond him though because everyone else is they would be tweeting out everyone in this office if they, they say immediately they knew it was a mistake so if I'm let's say you push the wrong button and I'm sitting next to you, I'm throwing you under the bus. I'm tweeting everybody, going, hey, idiot dick just hit the wrong button. Mistake, mistake. Mistake. It's not no one. Let's say he, he probably locked it down and goes, no. You can't. You can't do that. The, the whole office. I mean,
2: they might be real dedicated. I don't know.
1: <laughs> not anymore. He's he's gonna go down. I, I think uh doomsday, Dave. Um, you may want to start polishing your resume. Just saying. Can you imagine trying to get a new job? So what are your qualifications? Hey, I brought an entire state to its knees for 45 minutes. I have power.
2: I mean, that's that's pretty funny, though. It is kind of
1: funny. It's, uh, well, it but is it's now. Very, very, it is now, looking very back Very serious,
2: it. though. And you know what we talked about? You know, we, I made a prediction that people in Hawaii might be moving. <laughs> but I don't know. That's I mean, it's really unfortunate that people had to go through that. And and I think that's also – it gives an example of why social media now is in limbo with how to communicate with your population. Because can you imagine going to the radio station and no one's listening to the radio? Right. And so – but that's like the easiest technical way to reach people the fastest is Mm -hmm. radio. Radio is the, the simplest and easiest way.
1: And it's also the last analog way. I had a severe problem when uh, it happened during the Obama administration, but this is not an Obama thing because it was in effect for years before. I think even Bush signed it into effect uh, when they got rid of analog TV signals. And so this is not a part of it. I think they sold them. Yeah, because the FCC said, oh, we need these for emergency broadcasts uh, or or for for ambulances or something. I can't remember, but it's like we need this bandwidth for that. So everything went cable. And the problem is, in the old days, when there were... Well, there's HD. i mean, HD, but it's it's some, called something else. There's another signal.
2: There's another signal out there right. that's being used right now. But that's you what have Channel to have 21. power
1: for it. You have to have power. In yeah. the old days, we would have battery-powered TVs with rabbit ears that could pick up. So if you're in the car driving, there would be some way on the TV to say, you know, tornado coming. I remember these things growing up as yeah. a kid. Tornado alerts. or power, And power gets knocked down for days on end well, just use your, your digital antenna. It's got to plug in. There's no power. There's no, literally no way to get a visual emergency broadcast radio is the last analog where you can have a battery powered or crank powered radio and get full updates. So I think TV kind of screwed the pooch on that one. The FCC uh, who, who did that one, but yeah, so bye. Uh, I'm not saying bye-bye to high governor, Dave, Before you leave, Dave, I will be sure to learn how to pronounce your name. If you know how to pronounce the Hawaiian governor's last name, give us a call. 936-647-3776 or hit us up on MWLoneStar.com. If anyone dares to venture how to pronounce this guy's last name, I would appreciate it.
2: But uh, I I really don't believe the the forgotten password. It can't be it.
1: No, it's not. It's so not. It's it's kind of laughable that's an excuse made up by someone who doesn't know how twitter like at all how twitter works like whenever you, like my mother mom why would it take you 15 minutes to to, to do this uh, uh, i forgot my password and because anyone who knows anything knows twitter there's a link right there forgot password click send an email Quick, yeah. reset password. Because this is on like legit news sites, by the way. Yeah, yeah. This is this is unlike my earlier faux pas with the uh, Super Bowl ad. Uh, I'm making sure to, to double and triple check triple check my sources today. Uh, I'll take pie on the face only once a day.
2: Well, you know, this is uh, the first time ever Budweiser falls off the list of America's three favorite beers. Really? On sales. Uh, that? But you know what the top three beers are? Okay, Coors. Coors Light. Um, uh, Miller? Miller light.
1: and so there's one and over Bud Light. So it's all the lights. Oh, 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 A theme of the company. So the actual brand, like the full yeah, Budweiser, it's just the beer itself. Got it. I okay, I got it. Oh, that's not. I, th- I thought like Budweiser was off like the top three companies list. That that surprised me. It's like saying Pepsi's out of the top three. That's true. You know what the number three is? I think what RC RC Cola, which I've always liked you can almost you can never find it anywhere nowadays but hey kind of uh, this is apropos of nothing are you doctor are you a pepper are you a doctor pepper fan uh i mean i i don't really care they have in these the little bottles like the, the throwback to the old days this doctor pepper that's got the original formula with the cane sugar and i i bought a little six pack of that for the, my little mini fridge in the hotel and i took a sip and i was transported back to like 1974 it tasted so awesome! So, if you're a Pepper Dick or listeners, go to the, go to your local store and find the, the cane sugar original formula Dr Pepper. Your mouth will thank you for it. And they're see they're not even sponsoring the show. I, that was a freebie Dr Pepper. That was a free that was a freebie. That was for you, DP. That was a
2: freebie. <laughs> you're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com We got to take a music break here, folks. We'll be back with more stuff on Morning's Lone Star at ten twenty three.
4: We'll be back
1: the eye of the storm. In the eye of the storm.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly, scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832 689 7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
3: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Creighton Theater and the Owen Theater, 7632.
2: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com.
0: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Hey,
1: we're back. It's 1036 on a Tuesday morning, a bright Tuesday morning. I think it's still a little cold out there. It was kind of nippy when I woke up this morning. The sunlight kind of... Drew me off, but it is currently 56 degrees nearby. Got kind of a high of 63 today. Uh, sun and clouds. Uh, pretty much. That sums up life in general. Sun and clouds. But you got Dick and Skippy in the studio here. we uh coming to the end of the show. Not quite yet. Don't tune us out yet. We got some stuff to talk about. Uh, off the air, Dick and I were talking about. Oscar nominations, and we have our, our perspectives on those. Dick, what are your thoughts? Yeah.
2: I mean, I think it's going to be fun, I guess. I don't know. I haven't really seen any of the movies. The movie I did see this weekend was the new Fast and the Furious. The I haven't fate, seen any the of The Fate them. of the Furious. Are,
1: are they good? I, I, it, I'm this one
2: good. exceeded my expectation because it, it does ask the question, are these people really superheroes? Because they can fly. They can jump. And then they can like the Rock is portrayed as just the Hulk. Like he literally just smashes people. <laughs> the whole movie, like he just smashes, like he he grabs doors, smashes people with doors, now, does throws this... people across the room. I mean, it's like it's.
1: Didn't this start off as a, a race movie, like like drag it, racing? It started
2: off as like FBI undercover race, like they infiltrates a racing ring.
1: Like gone Un- in sixty
2: seconds, just a straightforward, straightforward, you know, and then it seems that. Uh, Ben Diesel's character was the head of the family, and they thought he, the, the family was doing all the uh stolen goods and stuff like that because they were doing organized crime of robberies with cars. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, it went, it's great.
1: There are seven of these now, right? Seven or eight? I think there's eight. Eight. There so that's seven. that's about 16. It went, I would say the one,
2: two, and then the third one, those, those are the normal like. Race car movies slash FBI slash like underground mm-hmm. racing scene movies because mm-hmm. the first and second one it has to do with Paul Walker's character being the FBI and being undercover and doing like infiltrating. Did something. they work
1: his death into this most recent movie? His he, real life death?
2: No. Uh, well, they did something that was, it was. I mean, it was really it was a good way to do it because you either say we're not making anymore or we just move on and just kind of like we we know, we make a nod to it basically. At the end of the movie, both characters who are respected friends and you know brothers, mm-hmm. and they're driving. And Paul Walker's character married Vin Diesel's sister.
1: Is that Michelle Rodriguez? No,
2: it's okay. uh, some other lady. Okay. And they have kids and stuff. So basically, the whole joke that movie was he's becoming a father. Like I think the opening scene with Paul Walker is he's like driving kind of fast. It looks like he is, but it turns out to be driving a minivan to school <laughs> and he's living the minivan life and okay. that was like that was even a whole conversation in the movie about his wife the sister is like i'm worried about him he doesn't have that that excitement anymore and uh so at the end of this movie basically it shows them driving together and then they veer they, they fork Aww. and then like he goes and then basically kind of just say he's going to go take care of his family now his his family
1: That's cool. So, is this worth the sixteen some odd hours? It would be worth. Oh, I you know what's this this? is one of those things where like the first
2: one was cool because it's a different concept and it introduces you to a neat little world they built like the underground racing world, Mm -hmm. and then when you hit the fourth one, it goes it goes like super spy, international. Like it was, it's out of it is out of control. This one, I'm not kidding you. Like they, the whole uh, the Hulk was the rock. The rock was the Hulk. Like he literally, every person he hit, the guy flew four feet. Every person. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll give it a shot. I'm sure they're on Netflix or something. They even gave him like he's so big. How big that, is he? Well, he's so big, you know, in the like the thing in Fast and the Furious is that everyone gets a car. So usually it's like some, you know, two hundred thousand dollar car, Lamborghini. They gave him just a Hummer. Like just like just give him a big car. <laughs> and that's what he got in the movie.
1: Inter- very interesting. Okay, I'll uh, I'll I'll start uh, uh, looking to see who's got the original. I'll, I'll start watching from the number one. But uh, is, so is this Fast and Furious movie in any danger of getting any Oscars? Oh no! It, uh, was it? It wasn't even nominated. for Oh one? no,
2: no! I don't think that was their intention at all. Do you know who else there was? was nominated? You know what? There was though in this <laughs> movie. Like, see, so this is one thing I love about these kind of movies is if you give the stunt coordination and via like visual effects team a good. About money and freedom, they create some really cool stuff. So in this movie, there's a scene about they're trying to get a briefcase from some Russian guy. The MacGuffin. Uh so there, he's in this limousine with like five cars protecting him and stuff in New York. And this hacker basically I mean, this is so bizarre and out there, but you know, it's one of those things, what if it was true? He they hacked over a hundred cars that oh, are he- all, all self-driving. Mm-hmm. And so the scene is like a chase scene, but it's a hundred cars going after this. <laughs> I mean, it looked cool. I mean, it was fun because you're like, oh man, they're like they're crashing into things. There's no one's driving them, and then so it's it was kind of funny. Like that was a cool scene, really well done. And then uh, yeah, interesting. I, w- I would say if you enjoy entertaining movies, totally worth your time. Okay, like there's nothing. There's it's not very deep. Sometimes
1: you just got to turn your brain off. So this so, sounds like one. Like okay. that,
2: and there was a submarine scene in it that was out of control.
1: Submarine scene?
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean, Charlie's Theron's in it, and Helen Mirren's in it. So Helen Mirren? Yeah, she's in the movie. That's all you had,
1: okay, dude, you so, had me at Helen Mirren.
2: I was surprised when I saw
1: her. Helen Mirren is my freebie. If she shows up knocking on the door, I get to leave my wife or her with no so, questions asked.
2: So. No, we'll see, and then uh, Jason Statham's in it so oh course. the
1: transporter does he play the same There's character a,
2: there, no he played a bad guy in the other ones like in the earlier versions and okay. then they brought him back for you know some dynamic reason that he's one of the only people that knows how to do something so they had to you know bring him back but there was a funny scene with him and a baby because he was taking care of a baby so he's fighting all these people while taking care of a baby so it's one of those juggling kind of scenes oh okay so that's kind of entertaining but like I said it's like if you give it the the stunt crew they know what they're doing, and they're having fun with it. That's what I like about movies. When when they sell it, you're in it.
1: Okay, a little, so a little tit for tat here. I will watch uh, Fast and the Furious, but you got to watch, if you haven't seen it already, Undercover Blues, movie from the 90s with Kathleen Turner and Dennis Quaid. They play this uh, retired super spy couple that has a young baby, and there's a scene where Dennis I Quaid— I think I have seen this. He's, he, they're in New Orleans, and he's taking the baby out for a walk in a stroller, and these two guys try to mug him. And so he's literally holding the baby in one hand and beating the snot out of these two guys with with his other hand, and it's a it's one of those. I, I love this movie. Every time it's on, like late night USA Channel or something, I'll, I'll watch it because it's just so fun. They had a lot of fun making it, and it's got young Kathleen Turner in it back when she young. was young. Yeah, she she didn't age that well, but uh, she she's pretty cool in this one. So okay, Fast and the Furious. But yeah, you know who else beyond Fast and the Furious eight. Who else did not get nominated for a single Oscar? And this kind of surprised me was James Franco and the whole Disaster Artist movie, because I talked to you about it off the air, maybe even on the air. Uh, If you've seen The Room, it's one of the worst movies known to mankind, but it's so bad that it's bad. It's not even so bad it's good, but you got to watch it because it's like a train wreck. And Disaster Artist is the behind the scenes movie version of it. And Franco not only did direct it, but he played the main character. And I think he channels the guy. There is a post credit scene where the real guy and Franco version of him are on the screen at the same time. And you really you can't tell them apart. They are so he is so good at it, and not even a pity award like you know best sound. Well, I think
2: a lot of people miss is like the Academy Awards is an enclosed group.
1: Yeah, it is the and so
2: this isn't something that it's based off of numbers. It's based off of uh, you know basically a party from different states. There's not a. Electoral College involved, so you get a variety of things.
1: Do, do you think, because there are some ladies, like four or five ladies that come out recently. Oh, for sure. Saying, for sure. I Franco think, I mean, being... they're,
2: they're going, and plus they also, you also have to understand that the Oscars is the best of the best. So it's really hard to fit five best actors in a, in a category when you're competing against some of the you know the best actors of today's Hollywood world. I mean, whenever you're going up against Dale Day-Lewis, I would not want to be a part of that.
1: I would love for Daniel Day Lewis to be in a total stinker just 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 to be in one because every time it's like well no he's never... been in
2: stinkers but he his performance itself is good so it's really hard to say like oh he's a bad actor in that one and now he's just so it's kind of like Tom Hanks like Tom Hanks wasn't even nominated for the post the post wasn't even nominated good I think. sorry
1: I've, I'm not, I th- a, not well, a fan of that movie but- would you see it. No, just the kind. I know what it's about, and the whole point of this movie is trust the media. Media, the good guys. That that that's the whole purpose of that movie. Well, it's kind of fair. Take, you didn't see it, taking you back. Well, I, I read it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I lived the the time period where that happened. But no, in today's society of media is not to be trusted. The whole this 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 is trying to do for the media what Top Gun tried to do for the Navy. Oh, well, but the Top Gun worked. Yeah, for about a month. And then people realize, you realize 0.01% of applicants actually get to be fighter. That's
2: why the best of the best is all in there. And that's why
1: Maverick's in it. Wait, no, not the best of the best. The best of the best. Of the best. Remember? I mean, they said it in the movie. So I don't know how people would like. Of the best of the best. Yeah. Well, I think in the sequel, because you know they're doing a Top Gun sequel with Tom Cruise. And Val Kilmer? Uh, That I'm not sure of because Val's going to have to go on a diet if he does he, he, he just didn't he off. have like
2: cancer that's why i mean like he gained weight for a reason
1: could be it could be cancer could be he just loved food i mean i i gained weight because i love food but uh it, it could be uh <laughs> probably the biggest
2: surprise though that i saw reading is like uh movies like logan got nominated for adapted screenplay which is interesting
1: well yeah it was adapted uh, from old man logan the, yeah. the graphic
2: novel so that's pretty that's pretty neat uh but outside that there isn't like a suicide squad in there that won <laughs> last year and then, what the heck
1: did Suicide Squad uh, win? Makeup.
2: Okay. you no. That's what it won for. That movie was so horrendous; it was bad. So, but, uh, but probably as surprising is Denzel Washington, the Roman. Yeah, Roman Esquire J. Thing. Israel, Israel Esquire. Did anyone so, actually
1: watch that yeah, movie? That's
2: when I was kind of surprised that they they threw that in there. And uh, James Franco, I bet he was a late replacement. James Franco.
1: That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm wondering. It's like okay, we got to kick out Franco. Who 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 did a, a movie based Ah Denzel. Denzel's a fine actor. Don't get me wrong. I was he.
2: Or maybe it's a coup by Denzel. He knew he would be edged out by Franco, so he set up these uh, fake allegations.
1: I'd buy that for a dollar.
2: For a whole dollar.
1: I'd buy that for a dollar. You know, from Robocop.
2: No. The, the, oh, the commercial.
1: Yeah, the yeah, TV show. I I'd now. buy that
2: for a dollar. I'm sorry I don't understand your obscure references. It yeah, is 1048. Dude, keep up with me, dude. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after these
4: messages. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star.
0: America.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
3: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Creighton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe c or 936-266-7632.
2: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
0: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Hey,
1: we're back for our final five minutes, the final five. 10.50 in the morning at Mornings Lone Star, sponsored by Conroe Coffee. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Centurion Wealth Advisors. It's currently a balmy 56 degrees today. Going to go about another five degrees. So wear the light jackets or the heavy parkas, depending on how thick your blood is. Dick, are you, are you hot-natured or cold-natured? I don't know how to answer that question. It's kind of personal, don't you think? Hey, we share every morning. I spend more time with you than, like, my own wife. Well, We need to start learning about each other. I think what it is is I have
2: a hard time recouping from one of those. So if, like, I'm cold, I can't get warm for a while. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like your feet to your bone gets really cold. Like, they're... Like, for for example, for the past three months, I guess, when it's really cold, I go to bed. My feet are just freezing. But when I wake up, my feet are just nice and toasty and, like, perfect. But it took me all night to get back to that.
1: Okay. I, now, see, I'm the exact opposite. If I'm, like, freezing, I can get under the blanket and kind of wrap it around me. And four seconds later, I'm I'm. I'm ace. Yeah, it takes me a while. No, I like the cold weather because a couple of years ago, my wife bought me this really awesome jacket, my, my little Matrix jacket. And I never get to wear it because it's... It's so warm, so I like the cold weather because I get to look really cool, put on sunglasses and put on that jacket, and people's heads turn, and they mark my passing as I walk past them. You know it. Whatever. <laughs> so, um, I gotta look at the local headlines while we have a couple minutes left. I'm wondering uh, if we have any events coming up. Oh, we have a couple of uh shows starting pretty soon at the Crichton, the Owen, at the Owen. Uh, coming up this weekend opens. Uh, uh, Steel Magnolias. If you ever saw the movie with Julia Roberts and, you know, it's the, it's a, it's a very woman empowered movie thing, Uh, a chick flick, but live on stage. And then across the street next door to us at the Crichton, it's Hello Dolly. If you ever saw, you know, Carol, the movie with Carol Channing, is that beyond your, your time, Dick? Probably not. It's Broadway musical from the sixties or seventies, but it's a great American musical And so we got uh, Big Spectacle with Hello, Dolly. And then we've got Intimate, you know, wonderful family dynamic uh, over at the Owen. So be sure to catch those shows. I think they both start this weekend. Definitely uh, uh, Steel Magnolia starts this weekend. And I believe Hello, Dolly starts this weekend too. But check out Crichton Theater or Owen Theater for details and tickets. You'll be glad you did. Keep local arts and local theater booming by checking out a show. I have no idea if there's any other thing local going on. We got a uh, politics happening still.
2: Yeah, I know that's going to be picking up and I know the couriers working full time on that, I bet.
1: I For the scoop, man. They're going for the scoop. Catherine Dominguez is scooping it. Uh, actually, she's really been coming up with some articles, some in-depth articles, which I like a lot. I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of like the the headline so, yeah, with the headline, like a slideshow. Yeah, yeah there have been some in-depth articles going on lately. And I got to, you know, I got to tip my hat to that staff they're They're, they're taking their job seriously and they're providing some, some answers to some questions. So good on them. And I know it's a busy day today. Who, who dares to show up? Who dares to follow us today, Dick? Uh, we have, uh,
2: the Hispanic chamber mm-hmm. commerce and things like that. So dot um, com slash
1: show calendar. You'd think they'd be afraid to follow us because we are so awesome. We, we like, we kick off every morning well, every morning that I'm here. That is, uh, high energy and then they got to come and follow that and it's it's like putting the main act before the opening act do you think they're that's what we are every day but we are the main act That's what i'm saying so time wise we're the opening act but we're so awesome that i think we're the main act so the opening acts are kind of following us i kind of i kind of feel for them Yeah, I agree. So if they're they're listening, just step it up. Try to get up to our level, people. That's all I'm saying.
2: You know, when I see in the uh, courier, the head, the first picture I see is Melanie Bush. Mm -hmm. So she's she's in trouble again. Melanie Bush is in trouble? I have no idea. Uh. (laughs) When you see her picture, you're like, oh, great. But I'm just kidding. I saw her. I just want to give her a shout out. Saw her in the paper. Uh, We got to be wrapping it up, man. Wrapping it up. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. We have special guests this week, so check out Facebook Mornings Lone Star for our calendar and things like that, especially who's coming in. If you want to be a guest, just reach out, 936-647-3776. We have great stuff coming your way today on Lone Star Community Radio. Just check us out, IRLoneStar.com. Worldwide, download the app at your app store. We're sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. That's it. We're out of here. Peace!
3: Again, coming to America. Pick
0: up the map, the Discovery Map. Up the map,
3: DiscoveryMap.com. I've been looking at these my whole life. Discovery Maps are awesome, but you know what's even more awesome? The free local guide to so many towns, downloaded at DiscoveryMap.com. Right here, in my hand, I am holding the pulse of this town. The shopping, the food, stuff to do, cool places to stay, and stuff we like need to know about.. Up the map. The map.
2: Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network, either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream and on replay on podcast, Channel 12, Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21, KVQT in Houston,